Y dos. Y dos. Una. Y dos. Y dos. Hello, hello, and welcome to Cortez NYC Livestream Podcast. This is a bi-weekly show broadcasting out of New York. It is hosted by myself, Cortez NYC, and... Carla de Puerto Rico. And this is a podcast where we share our views about art, creativity, and city life from a Latino perspective. And this is episode four, Inspire. On today's episode, we're going to talk about how to find creativity around you in your daily activities. And on hashtag culture talk, we're going to be talking about our favorite Spanish language movies. And as always, at the end, we'll be... Hablando Español. Speaking Spanish. So... I think we can go right into hashtag art life. Yeah. So how do you find inspiration in your daily activities? Mm. How do you, you're doing food shopping, you're cooking. What do we all do? Brush our teeth, get up in the morning, take a shower. Yeah. Ooh, the shower is inspiring. It is very inspiring. Isn't I it? I spend there like an hour. I have conversations with people. Everything that I wanted to say ever. So let's do this. So, so why don't we break this section down into a daily routine and then how could we find inspiration throughout the day? So let's start mm-hmm. right off the top in the morning. First thing in the morning, the shower. Yeah. So most of us, like myself, I'm in and I'm out. I take no time. I, I don't have time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a New Yorker. I got to run. I got to just wash the important stuff and then get out and go <laughs> and run. Right. But... Um, within those few moments that you're in there, you know, you, let's say you put on a little radio or a, a podcast in the background while mm-hmm. you're getting ready. You put on a little radio station, you're listening to some music, whatever it is, or you press your, your playlist on your SoundCloud and on your Spotify, Spotify. or whatever. Right. And you have just a few minutes, let's say 10 minutes. How long does the shower take? 10, 15 minutes? 20? Yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. You have 20 minutes of you time. Mm-hmm. right use that time that's your inspiration <laughs> time that's the time to just daydream a little so you let your mind wander so you're taking a shower you let your mind yeah, wander I the water can. the water you hear that waterfall sound right mm-hmm. it sounds like rain it sounds like waterfall you're sh- shampooing you're closing your eyes so, so for a quick minute in the morning you have some time where you actually keep your eyes closed you have water falling on your head mm-hmm. you're not in your shower anymore your brain goes Somewhere else. Somewhere else. You go across the oceans to a tropical place. I don't know where you go. <laughs> you know, wherever you want to go, you go to that place. And just for that little period of time, that's a, a really good time to like get your day focused, get some ideas going, depending on your day job. You know, that's a good time for you to plan out your day and then also your theme for the day. Mm-hmm. And that might be a good day to, that might be a good time to think about how do you manage your day with this theme so that people don't sidetrack you? Yeah. Uh, you might be busy at work. You might have a busy day. So you might have meetings or you might have uh, something you have to be preparing for. Or if you're going to school, you might have a test. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it might be that you're not looking forward to. But still, you should still be able to manage that with a theme and say, my theme for today is, let's say, my theme for today will be, let's just say it's, energy and you just use that keyword okay and just hold that keyword in your head (laughs) energy now you might not literally say energy you might just think Think energy uh but you 
unless unless if you're a robot i think that you walk around your daily life with something in the back of your head so let yeah. that thing be something inspiring mm -hmm. so i i try to i try to do that i don't necessarily think of a word but i do think of the theme um when i'm getting ready in the morning i try to set a tone for the day and that usually makes the rest of the day kind of unfold naturally um you by the time that you have gotten dressed, put on your shoes, gotten all your things, and gotten on the train, your brain is already on stage two of that theme. Yeah. So hopefully by the time you get to your job, you're in full mode and you can engage with other people and not let them be, make you part of their agenda, but you instead, you hold on to your agenda and you hold on to your creativity. Yeah, that's, you, that's tough. Yeah. Because sometimes you don't know... You don't know how other people are thinking through the day. So then you have to interact with people that maybe they're having a bad time at home or maybe they are not that inspired or they are just having a bad day. And then here you are trying to keep your positivity <laughs> going and your energy going. And it can be tough. And it's even worse when you're working in customer service. <laughs> it is horrible. <laughs> like you think, oh my God, this day is going great. It's, it's so, everything is fine. Everything is working out. I'm doing so much, blah, blah, blah. And it comes this customer or it comes this manager or it comes something to tell you something. And then it just threw you off All right. forever for the whole rest of the day. <laughs> so I, I understand that. And to that, I will say martial arts. I find inspiration uh -huh. in martial arts. People <laughs> throw energy at you. You yeah. use their energy against them. You kind of just swivel their oh, energy. Oh, you and are like, like the Black judo, Panther. Like judo, yeah, like Black Panther. I, yeah. I use the energy they give at me, the negativity, and I just kind of let it wow. not hit me, but just roll off me. Mm -hmm. um, obviously... Everybody has their own specific situation, so that is going to be more difficult for some people than others. But in general, the point is to hold on to that initial theme in your head yeah. of what your day was supposed to be. Yeah. Um, let, so let's say we get past that first hurdle and you manage to hold on to that theme, right? So you have that theme uh, in your head. Now you're sitting in your office, you're doing your work. You have a conversation with people. You start to do your job. When people start to talk to you, if you did hold on to that theme, mm -hmm. you will find meaning in what they're saying to you with that theme. That theme should not, their, their conversation should not just take you out of your theme. You should be able to still hold on to your theme. That's the trick. The trick is to let the things around you add to your theme, not take away from it. Mm -hmm. You are the star of your movie and you have your theme don't let others be, make you become the background to their movie you need to still retain your theme and build on your theme it doesn't mean that you have to be loud and obnoxious it doesn't mean that you have to be pushy it just means that you have to find a safe place for your personal thoughts your creative energy and hold on to it until you get to that point where you can release it again That might happen at lunchtime, which is usually when it happens. Mm -hmm. That goes into my next part of how to have a creative day, right? And a regular work day. If you're not working as a full-time artist, if you're working other types of work, I think that's where this theme is going to now. Yeah. How do you hold on to that creativity? So 
your lunch break. Now you have your lunch break. So what are you doing your lunch break? Are you gonna go and chit chat and bullshit and waste time with a coworker? Maybe, but <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> what you should do, and the, the thing that you should try to strive to do is find a creative break. Give yourself a creative break. A, a, they call it um, like a creative date where you say to yourself, okay, this lunch break, I'm gonna treat myself right. I'm gonna take myself somewhere. That could be the library for some people. Uh, that could be, for some people that could go shopping, window shopping. Let me go to my favorite store. Mm -hmm. Because, or it could be even if you just wanna go to a candy store and just walk around and look at all the candy and look at all the colors and think, and think about all the sweets and everything. <laughs> Maybe buy yourself a little sweet. But if you treat yourself right on your lunch break, and you give yourself a creative date, you will nurture that creative energy in you and your your brain is gonna daydream about that thing that you were thinking about. And all of a sudden now you extended your creative theme from the morning to the lunch, lunch break. And that's already a hurdle that you, you've accomplished, right? You've already mm -hmm. achieved a hurdle. Yeah. Um, another thing, I mean, for me personally, I think when I'm really in a rut, and I'm not sure where to go on my lunch break, for me, that's the library always. If I go to the library or I go to a bookstore, actually by my job, there's a Japanese bookstore that I go to, and I can just look through a few books and boom, I'm full of energy. Like I just need to look through like maybe like five books. Like look through one, uh, okay, whatever. Look through another one and I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. By the time I get to the fifth book, I'm full of energy. I'm ready to go to a desk somewhere and do some work. I'm ready to get something going. Like, that's enough for me. Um, when that doesn't work, sometimes for me, uh, to keep my inspiration going, a, a cup of coffee mm -hmm. on my lunch break, sit down, usually find a, a good coffee shop with good music. Um, some coffee shops don't have any music, but if you find one that has a decent little background environment, some good ambiance, yeah. sit down, start writing. Start sketching. I, I like to sketch. If I don't have anything to sketch at all, I'll sketch what I'm seeing in front of me. And that's the minimum that I should be doing is sketching what's in front of me. So I'll, if at the minimum, I'll sketch maybe my coffee cup. I'll sketch the people sitting in the room with me. I'll sketch the room. Uh, if I don't have that, I'll just write my name over and over again and play with lettering and start inventing lettering with my name. But the idea is to give yourself a creative break in the middle of your day and that'll retain that energy that you started in the morning i don't know how that would apply to you carla yeah that, that. <laughs> that's real specific yeah i mean i guess maybe on my way to school which is a long ride i try to listen to something now i'm trying to listen to podcasts listen to something because the ride it can be so tough it can be in in the morning everybody's running the train is always full of people and you don't want to get upset so it's better if you just keep you keep it to yourself and keep listening to something and at least you can it's not like you're gonna ignore everybody but you have something going on in your head so you don't have to interact or get upset with other people when you feel like you're so stuck on a train and then i guess also listening to music because sometimes i actually forget to listen to music which is crazy but i do because i like to sing so if i'm in the train i'm not gonna be singing 
uh, out loud while you sure? I'm listening to the music. If you did, just hold a cup. You exactly. get some money. I'll throw you some money. <laughs> yeah. That's actually something that when I was back in Puerto Rico because I had a car, I used to, to listen at least to the radio station. They would always play music and I would sing every single time I, because I was in, in my car. Yeah. yeah, drive, yeah. And that's something that I miss because now I cannot do that. Like I don't feel like the freedom to just do that. So I guess listening to music, um, listening to podcasts, maybe watching something cool, something like a TV show that is inspiring or movies that are inspiring. So on the subject of movies, uh, now we'll, we'll go we'll go into after work. Yeah, yeah, that's more after because work. yeah. So so you you made it through the day, right? And uh, whatever, let's say you're working. I'm going to use a really extreme scenario, but let's say you're working in a gasoline station. You're working in a gasoline station. You made it through the day. It was hard. You pump mm -hmm. gas all day. You have no opportunity to do to sit somewhere and draw or, or write or mm -hmm. do the thing you love, right? So yeah. you're working with your hands and you're working with customers. So you can't really just ignore the world. Yeah. But so you get to that point at the end of the day. Now you have to call call the day over right you guys say okay my day's over mm -hmm. what are you gonna do are you just gonna go drink and disappear into uh oblivion or are you gonna use that creative energy that you started in the morning with that's the trick right there that's up to you and you need to yeah. you need to confront that right you need to confront that that little demon that tells you relax go home lay down turn on the tv zone out now i can't say that i don't do that i have those moments and i and i I do it sometimes I'll get into it like for like a whole week I just won't do anything I'll be a vegetable you know and that's horrible but I will do that but then I'll, I'll dig myself out mm -hmm. I'll realize that I gave myself that week of incubation to just kind of like let that creative juice kind of build up um, but after work the best thing you could do after work is get to your desk go home get to your painting easel Uh, if it's your guitar, get to your guitar. If it's to the microphone, to your recording thing. If it's to your laptop, do whatever you got to do. F run to the place that is your creative place and let it out. You got to let it out. You have to push yourself to let out that idea or that theme. Um, doesn't have to be a finished project. I'm not telling you to run home and finish a project. I'm telling you mm -hmm. to run home and, and keep that theme going because the the times that we're living in now you're bombarded with so much information left and right even with the, i mean we didn't even discuss what the telephone does to you all day yeah you know getting you know you're surfing through instagram you're surfing through whatever and you're getting information left and right and it's dragging you all over the place so at the end of the day if you can retain a train of thought that at the end of the day you still have that theme in your head and whatever that theme that theme that you chose was then you accomplish something You accomplished a big thing. You have a little gem, a little jewel in your hands, you know? Mm -hmm. Let it out. Let it out in some way. Uh, I think for myself, what I like to do when I get home, I like to get on the guitar. If I, if I can't draw, if I don't really have that motivation to draw or to sketch, I'll get on the guitar, I'll play a few chords, I'll go through some exercises just to kind of let it out. You know what I mean? Uh, if I have my, my sketchbook, if I'm in sketch mode, you know, I'll just sit down, I'll sketch a little bit, I'll draw a little bit, I'll review some notes, do some of that. If I'm editing, 
if I'm at the time I'm editing movies or something, I'll, I'll go onto the computer, I'll start editing, even if I edit for just 30 minutes. But as long as I have that theme in my head, that creative energy driving me, there, there is an exercise there that is happening that will allow me to continue and complete the day correctly. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I don't know, but cooking yeah. is another exercise. Like once you get home, start cooking, you start doing things, maybe a few little chores in the house, like that also opens up your head and kind of lets it all out and kind of, you know, if you have a, a partner or someone you live with, you know, you start talking, you start like letting it all out. Yeah. Any way to decompress is what, what it's called. Decompressing, letting all that crazy information you got throughout the day, letting it just slide off of you. And then maybe you'll get back to that theme that you woke up with. Because that, that theme that you woke up with is that creative energy. Uh, when you're born, you're born screaming, right? When you wake up in the morning, you wake up, you don't scream anymore, but you wake up with ideas. You have to hold on to those ideas. That's your creative energy. Um, so more tangible things. I'm, I'm speaking very airy and, yeah. and like very <laughs> up in the air right now. Yeah. More tangible things you could do. Um, a checklist. Have books. When was the last time you bought a book? I know that everybody's online right now. Everybody does that. But a tangible physical book helps a lot to disconnect you from the internet, to, from, to disconnect you from your phone. That's so mm -hmm. magazines, if, if you on your lunch break, you picked up a few magazines, bring them home at the end of the day while you're eating, just kind of flick through them. Just kind of like let that exercise of looking at physical paper and looking at photos and, and read a little something that helps. Yeah. Movies, if you're going to watch, if you're going to sit down and watch movies, pick a theme. Look for a movie. Don't just pick the latest movie out. Dig around. Find a genre find a theme get get invested in the content of the movie look for a director or a subject matter that you like let's say if you were thinking the whole day about um i don't know uh ferry boats in in turkey <laughs> google search that is there a movie about ferry boats in turkey and then look up that documentary or look up that movie uh if if, if there's a, a theme that you had early on in the day Maybe finding a documentary about that or finding a movie about that will continue that theme, continue that energy, and that helps. Yeah, it helps a lot. Like, it, it, it develops your um, inspiration, but also your curiosity about it. Curiosity. Oof! Yeah. <laughs> looking for the word. Almost didn't come out, but it did. She's looking around. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. She's taking little bows everywhere. <laughs> Curiosity but, is the yeah. key word to everything we just said. Cure, feed your curiosity. And sometimes it can be, it, it's not easy. But, um, but yeah, like force yourself to look for something else. Something different, something that you haven't seen. Something that, that is going to help you grow. Because after a while, like me going to school right now, I feel like every day is kind of inspiring in a way in the classroom because you're listening to other people's um, ideas and what they have to say the professor why what they are teaching you and the way you take that idea um, and the opportunity for you to share your ideas but um, if you are already out of that stage of your life maybe you need to still build up your inspiration and, and curiosity and 
and learn more because every day every single time there's something else that that we can learn about yeah curiosity um man you nailed it with that curiosity is the key word to all of this um how are you curious how can you stay curious if, if you're being bombarded with information they don't even now modern life modern living doesn't give you the opportunity to be curious they suggest things for you they give you <laughs> suggestions yeah. online yeah, yeah. you know um when you obviously at your job you're constantly being told what to think and what to do you're not allowed to be curious they don't want you to be curious so how to hold on and retain to your curiosity um one of the things that you learn when you go to, to art school is uh, the concept of your inner child, right? Nurturing your inner child, that's your inner artist. Uh, but when they say inner child, they mean that they mean curiosity. That's what they're talking about. They're talking about that, that child that, that inside of you at that, at that age when you first started daydreaming and looking at the sky and thinking and, or looking at, a, at the stars and thinking or, or just looking at people, people watching mm -hmm. and thinking. A lot of times, People say they like to people watch, right? A lot yeah. of people say, oh, I like to people watch. I like to hang out in a park and just look at people. Do that on your lunch break. People watch. Yeah. People watching is a great exercise. You look at people coming back and forth, walking, and you see the expressions on their faces and their body gestures. And that tells you an entire story. Mm -hmm. and, and you're not really... I'm not telling you to sit there and like a madman and just stare <laughs> at people and think about what are they, what, where are they going, what are they doing. But your body reacts to that, and you don't realize it, but it does. Your actual psyche reacts to other people's gestures yeah. because they're expressing themselves. So you're constantly seeing, like, it's basically like watching figure drawing walking past you left and right. People are expressing themselves with their gestures, and you're taking it in, and you're reading into it. You know what I mean? And they're not demanding anything of you. They're just giving you impressions as they're walking back and forth on your lunch break. Right. So curiosity is a great word. I think you, you nailed it with that. That's a, that's a great word. Um, I think the last thing for inspiration that I would say is you need to, if you find yourself in a rut, in a dead end, and you have, I don't know, a, a dry spell where you haven't been able to be creative for a while, you need to, the last thing you want to do is worry about it. <laughs> Don't think about your creativity and your lack of it. Um, you need to go back into your archives. You need to dig around into what you have done in the past. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be the last part of this conversation is um, when you run out of curiosity, you run out of inspiration, your theme for the day didn't work, your lunch break went bad, you need to go home, go to your safe place, and look up and find all the old stuff that you've done and kind of reanalyze it and reinvest in it with fresh eyes. Um, yeah. I don't, I'm not telling you to go critique it and, and destroy it. <laughs> I'm telling you to look at it, look at it as uh, a fan would. Exactly. Yeah. Look, look at it like your own fan and, and just look at it and say, okay what was good about this why do i why do i like this you know what i mean don't ask yourself why do i like this like in a negative way ask yourself why do i like it in a positive way because you do like it it's yours 
Why do you like it? What is what happened there? And then try to imagine how did that begin? Where did that start? Where did it come from? What was the origin of the idea that sparked that piece? Do that. Do it with all the pieces. Now, I, if, if you're a singer, I would imagine you would go back to some old recordings, right? Old recordings or videos. In my case, that I have videos on YouTube. I haven't done it in a while. And yeah, I'll go back and see it. And then what I see is how much have I have grown as a singer. Like okay. from starting in YouTube, I was really, I was really not scared but timid okay. in YouTube, and that wasn't the, which is weird. That wasn't the case when I was singing live. <laughs> when I was singing live, I was very comfortable, but doing it in YouTube in a video because we have to do it more than once, and the space it was a little bit to like I couldn't ex express myself completely so that was tough um, but then looking at it now now I feel like okay I guess there there was a progress and it's good to have this documentary because now I know that you can still grow and you can see changes and maybe that will inspire you to continue to continue doing it yeah so definitely having an archive of your work is important that might go into a different subject matter later, you know, yeah. documenting your work, archiving your work. Yeah. Um, that's that's your real estate as an artist. That's where you you invest in your archive of work, your body of work. It's going to dig you out of these holes in the future when, when you feel uninspired. Um, sometimes also inspiration, you know, I'll just add it on to the tail end of this conversation. Conversations. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll... I'll I'll find inspiration in having a conversation with my father. I'll just give my father a call. We'll talk for a little while and it'll just open me up. Uh, sometimes I find inspiration in having a conversation with my sons. Yeah. You know, I'll sit down with them. We'll talk about something. They'll talk about something else. And they'll give me a perspective on something that I didn't think of. Maybe a movie or a song or something that they, they heard of. Yeah. Maybe something in politics. And I'll just be like, whoa. Um, politics is another thing. I mean, right now politics is hot. Topic, yes, yes. you know, we're in a Too mess right now. You know, fuck Trump, but <laughs> but um, you know, politics is also a form of inspiration. You know, it can lead you to maybe a little anger, a little frustration, and that might come out in music or or art. Yeah. Um. Also, there there are different apps also that you can use apps that they're not they're social, but they're social in a way where you can still express yourself and nobody's gonna judge you. And that's pretty cool. I found one that is called, it's, it's for singing. So everybody's singing either with videos or just audio and you can sing with somebody else. So I think that's something cool. And they'll give you points and stuff like that. So things like that also help. Oh, and another good one is, um, it's, it sounds corny, but on Instagram, they have a lot of challenges. Inktober mm. is one. Uh, things where you have to like sketch every day or try to do a quick sketch or whatever or draw every day or ink every day things like that that's interesting also that helps yeah. to push you that helps to motivate you and keep you going and maybe let loosen up the noose that you have around your you know your neck and kind of like let you loosen up and, and you know let your creativity flow um, and then I think puzzles and, and things like that sometimes help playing games, letting your art be fun. Mm -hmm. Find a way to make your art fun again. Um, 
so that it's not so serious you know like i think being too serious with the art can can sometimes lock you down into a into a dead end yeah that is true all right well i think we explored inspiration enough um, yeah we hope you guys feel inspired now <laughs> <laughs> i really hope so and if not i hope you guys feel the challenge to go find inspiration uh if you guys have keys to inspiration things that you tips that you guys might have to inspire us let us know hashtag cortez nyc live stream on instagram and facebook all right guys culture talk my favorite part of the show because I get to sit back and let Carla do all the work. Oh my God. Culture talk, hashtag culture talk. This is a section. This is Carla's baby. This is where Carla talks, Carla talks to you about cultural things, Latino cultural things, pop cultural things, social things. Okay. She brings it all. All right. So this, this section, what are you going to talk about this time? Yeah. So this time I'm going to talk about spanish language movies and we're, i'm gonna share with you different spanish language movies that i've watched um in the past um some of them actually cortez introduced me to them i i you, never you. knew about them um because i'm more like before i was more into rom-com and very silly <laughs> movies nothing so crazy um, no, so but you, you got some crazy ones on that list. You got some that I've never seen. That well, I was like, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Well, first, I'm going right, to... Wait, wait, wait. So just to clarify. Yes. Spanish language. So these are movies... In Spanish. Made from different... In different countries, right? Because some of them countries, are... Some, some of them are from Spain. Yeah, I'm going to go into it when I explain the movies. But some of them are from Spain. And obviously, that's why they're in Spanish. Some of them are from Mexico. Others are from Latin America. Okay. So, yeah, we have different ones. Some of them actually were made here in the United States, but they're in Spanish. Gotcha. But they're all in Spanish. Gotcha. That's the main point of, of this section. Cut you loose. Go. Yeah. So, first, um, I want to talk about the movie Sin Nombre, or Without a Name. Um, the producers of this movie were Diego Luna and Gabriel Garcia Bernal. And this movie basically explores the migration from Latin America and Central America specifically to United States. So it's this girl, she she's looking for her father that is in United States, if I'm correct. And then she meets this guy, which is part, he's part of a gang, but he's trying to, to just leave that life behind. And that's how the story begins and they fall in love and every all yeah, crazy no, things happen. No spoilers, exactly. No spoilers, yeah. But um, yeah, I saw I saw that one. That was that was actually a good drama. Um, it it dealt with gangs, but lightly. It didn't go too deep. Um, I think that's the backdrop to this adventure story. Um, yeah. So it was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. I and like that one. Sin nombre. Sin nombre. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the second one that I have in my list is La Vendedora de Rosas, Woo! which is a Colombian movie. And novela. Uh, slash novela yeah but we're not talking about the novela we're talking about the movie okay and the movie it actually used real kids so they were not actors real street kids real street kids because they're they're um also showing 
the life of street kids in Colombia and what they do to survive, how many things they have to go through and all the friends and everything that happens in that group of friends. Um, so yeah, Chris, what do you think about that? Movie? That was a, that was a. I remember when I first heard of it. Uh, it's it's a it's substantially old, right? It's like a yeah yeah it's like 80s, I think, or 90s. Yeah, I think probably it was 90s. 90s. Yeah, and um, I think when I first heard of it, it, I didn't know what to think of it. I I did I grew up knowing about Gamines in Colombia. Gamines are like the street kids. Um, the homeless kids and I didn't know that they would actually document them and tell a story so when I first saw it I was like wow this really fleshed out the idea um, visually the actors I heard the drama behind them there's real if you look up La Vendedora de Rosas and you, and you see the movie and then you look up the actors yeah you can look up like real life the Vendedora de Rosas yeah like the 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 actual actors, a couple of them died. Mm -hmm. uh, the main actress, she went through a lot of personal yeah, yeah. issues. So then that's why they made the novela after that. It's in Spanish, but it's really good too. Um, and it's called also La Vendedora de Rosas. It's called Lady, which is the, the main character, um, the girl. Lady, La Vendedora de Rosas. And it explores her life, her real life. And then how she ended up doing the movie. Exactly. And then everything that happened after Um, the movie, which I, I I think that's one of my top favorite TV shows, novelas slash. Yeah, and the, the beautiful thing about that novela, just to make it quick, the accents, the streets, the locations, the culture, it's all there. Yeah. Um, when you see the original movie, you see that the you can tell that the actors are authentic. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a little bit of of an American urban influence in them. The, the, the characters are kind of hip-hop-ish. Mm -hmm. They're a little bit hip-hop because they're they're kind of taking on this American culture, mm -hmm. but they're street kids. So it's a, as an American looking at it, it's a little weird to see how it translated to these people out there. And, and uh, it's sad. It's a little yeah. sad, too. All right. Okay. So continuing with the movies, I have two from that are... Uh, so they're Almodovar movies, Almodovar. Almodovar, if I'm correct, he is a director from Spain. Yeah. And so I have from him Volver, which is a crazy, crazy, crazy story. It's almost like a, it's like a science fiction slash horror slash realism slash fantasy. It's crazy. <laughs> um, All his movies are crazy. Yeah. So Penelope <laughs> Cruz is part of this movie. And it, it's like a family theme and everything that happens in a family crazy things happen i don't want to tell you everything about it because the whole movie is a surprise so volver is a really good one and another one from almodovar that i liked is let me get it over here is la piel que habito oh, which yeah. is the skin i live in um that movie antonio banderas antonio bandera is is on it and that movie it's crazy that's like a horror it's a horror it's, it's more like a horror it's like a horror sur surreal surreal yeah. yeah and then everything it has like a super big twist which you'll notice at the end uh but it is a movie that explores more than just it explores problem in society but it also explores a fantasy world what if people were could, could really do this Right. What if and and then if did ha this happen, how are the what are the consequences of all this? Right. Which, yeah, that movie was great. And what was the name again? La piel que habito or the skin I live in. All right. Okay, 
And then continuing with other movies, I have here in my list Amores Perros, which is a Mexican movie. Classic street crime yeah. drama. Yeah. And that one is really cool too. They use the metaphor of the actual dogs. The fighting dogs. The fighting dogs to to real people and real characters in the movie. That was great. Um, I have here also Diarios de Motocicleta. Motorcycle Diaries. Motorcycle Diaries. That's a good one. It is a good one. And uh, tell me again, who is the main character in that one? Oh, well, that's Che Guevara. Exactly. So that Motorcycle Diaries is um, basically the... It's che Guevara. Based, mm -hmm. Che Guevara. It's, it's basically... Uh, you guys know who Che is from Cuba. Yeah. Uh, but he's originally from Argentina. So this talks about his life in Argentina before he joined Fidel in the Cuban Revolution. And it it was based on a book, I think. The, yeah, me the memoirs of the guy who traveled with Che mm -hmm. throughout Argentina. They did a they did a, a through our, through South America. Uh -huh. Up up through South America. Um, it's a really good adventure story. I think it 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 uh, shows the bond between the two characters really well. The brotherhood. It shows the character's fragility. Mm -hmm. uh, it shows uh, his understanding, realization of humanity mm -hmm. towards the end. Um, so it's it's a good it's a good adventure. And maybe a, a background story for the Che yep. before becoming the Che. Um, and then another old one that I have in my list is Como Agua para Chocolate. That's my favorite. Which is, is great. It's, like Water for Chocolate. Yeah, it's a romance. Um, that movie was one of the first Spanish language movies that I saw that was released here in North America, widely re released, that felt like a book i really was watching this movie and it felt like a book i was i was reading the movie you know especially because i'm you know i'm listening to the words but i'm also reading the subtitles mm -hmm. you know I'm, i'm bilingual so i'm watching both things at the same time but and no and there, it's actually a book it was originally mm -hmm. a book so they did a the director did an amazing job of, of making you feel that it's a surreal fantasy story being told about this romance yeah the the romantic element felt like a romance novel fantasy like not even a corny no novel it felt like a fantasy no it is like a fantasy um, yeah it's, it's nice it's really nice and then it ties into the mother and the daughter relationship yeah the whole yeah. movie is about the mother-daughter relationship yeah 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 without spoilers you guys gotta check it out like water for chocolate yeah so uh, that was that and then also I have here instructions not included this I think instrucciones no, no incluidas, not incluidas yeah. in, in español And this one is very recent, but it is in Spanish. And this is the one that uh, was made in the United States, but the whole thing is in Spanish. Even um, it's about a guy, right? He has a daughter, and I'm not I'm not gonna tell you what happens with the daughter. But um, even the other character, which is supposed to be an American, she's also speaking Spanish in the movie, which is really funny. And that one went mainstream, and it's really touching too. So that one was and That's good. what a comedian, right? That famous comedian? Now? Yeah, yeah. Um, and another one that I have is del, El Laberinto del Fauno. Pan's Labyrinth. The Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, that's which a good one. It's in, in Spanish and it's all about fantasy, talking about science fiction that we were talking <laughs> about in the last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one is actually like kind of science fiction and fantasy and, well, and well, children. You're... Nope. 
It's fantasy. Not? Science fiction is not fantasy. Fantasy is fantasy. Okay. Science fiction is fantasy. Okay. But so then it's fantasy. Yep. Um, but it's a it's a, a genre that that is not really touched uh, or related to Spanish speakers or Latinos. So. Yeah, I mean, Pan's Labyrinth. I think that the beauty of that one is that it feels like a fairy tale, like a dark fairy tale, and the fact that it's in Spanish and it and it's placed in Spain. Uh, the the backdrop to the story is, yeah. is the Civil War, I think. Yeah, yeah, like the Civil War. Mm -hmm. So I I think that's interesting because it's very brutal mm -hmm. mixed with this fantasy with element. This, so yeah. I think he did a good job. Yeah, and then to finish, I have one that is a light one. Is uh, romance and uh, it's called. Tres Metros Sobre Cielo is a Spanish movie and it has a sequel, so it has like three movies. Um, and it's really nice. I mean, it's just if you really like that style and that genre, then really, okay, go watch it. The guy that is the main character, that he's like the boyfriend and all this, he's really handsome, so all the girls love this movie. Um, and then the story is really simple and sometimes you'll think like, thinking to uh, talking to the girl the main character in the movie saying why are you doing this oh my god but it's, it's a cute movie and then when you watch the other ones it everything makes sense they they are long though these movies are long all right and now for me the last one would be time crimes los cronocrimes uh that one is a really good sci-fi this is a sci-fi slash horror it's a time travel movie Uh, it deals with a crime, and the, the person tra time traveling ends up trying to correct the crimes, and it all snowballs. I don't want to spoil it for you guys. It's a good movie. But uh, Los Cronocrimenes, The Time Crimes. You wanted me to teach you, right? All right, so if you like that section, hashtag Culture Talk, hashtag Cortez NYC Livestream. Uh, give us some feedback if you know of some spanish language movies mm -hmm. let us know and us. now our favorite part of the show hablando espanol hablando espanol so speaking spanish today's words are inspiración what inspiration inspiración inspiración all right um then we also have this one is a, a composed one vida cotidiana What Which is that? It's like... I don't even know what that is. Guys, I just daily, got stumped. Daily life? Vida? Vida cotidiana? Cot it's like daily life, yeah. Vida cotidiana. 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 Vida cotidiana. That's advanced. Vida cotidiana. Okay, and then we have a diario, which means daily. A diario. A diario. Okay. Something that I like do daily. every day. So a give diario. me an example. Put it in a sentence. Eh, a diario yo le, leo libros a diario I read books daily leo libros a diario mm -hmm. a diario okay. a diario gotcha uh, also eh, películas películas which means movies películas I when I was a kid and I was I would always get tongue tied with película and peluca uh. <laughs> so I would say películas <laughs> Pelúculas, pelúculas. Está como Nemo, una menonana, nemonana. <laughs> so, película is movie, peluca is wig. Exactly. And I would just mix the vowels up. All right, yeah. sorry, películas, movies. <laughs> I got over here also curiosidad. Curiosidad. Curiosity. 
Curiosity, all right. Curiosity, <laughs> you see. Curiosidad. Curiosidad. Um, also, creativo. Creativo. Creative. Yeah, creativo. Creativo, being creative. Uno oh. tiene que estar creativo. Mm -hmm. O tiene que ser creativo. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then also I have, this one is also a composed one, actividades diarias. Actividades diarias. It, daily activities. Yeah. Actividades diarias. Diarias. Actividades that diarias. R is going to get me there. <laughs> All right. Actividades, actividades diarias. Diarias. Daily, diarias. There you go. Yeah. Daily activities. Very good. And those are my words for today. I can throw a couple of words in the oh, mix. Oh, no. As always, I'll just throw a few words in the mix. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's start with within our movie section. Mm -hmm. um, I liked that word, chrono crimenes. Chrono crimenes. So chrono, how does that work? That's time? Chrono is like time, yeah. How do you say time? No es tiempo. Es tiempo, but chronos um, is is a is a type of of time because you know when like you chronology. use chronology, but chronología. So chronos is chronos is chronología or chronology is the study of time. So, so chronos is the means prefix. time. It's a yeah. prefix for a time prefix. Yeah, got you. Mm -hmm. So okay, so time crimes really should be like like. Crimenes de tiempo. Crimenes, uh -huh, or something like that. Or crimenes en el tiempo. Or gotcha. Something like that. All right, so that's one. Yeah. Uh, on the inspiration tip, mm -hmm. we were talking about holding on to your, holding on to your theme. So how do you say theme in Spanish? Tema o. Tema. Es theme. Tema o también. Hay otra palabra. There's another word, but for, I have for to. For tema. I have to think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, o lema. Tema o lema. It almost, almost like a mission statement. All right. All right. So, thank you very much. And there you have it. Episode four wrapped up in the bag. If you like what you heard, as always, hashtag us Cortez NYC Livestream on Facebook, Cortez NYC Livestream on Instagram. Um, next episode, episode five, will be titled Freestyle. And in that episode, we're going to be discussing drawing from imagination. It's something that I like to do when I'm doing my lettering, when I'm doing my characters, I like to draw from my imagination and just freestyle. And also on our cultural talk, we're going to be discussing different styles of Latino music. So old school and anything new that you that we have heard about. So reggaeton, cumbia, techno cumbia. All the good stuff. All yeah. right. Um, so and next, also. Oh, oh, and at the end. Oh, we're we'll gonna be, be hablando español. Yep, hablando español. Speaking Spanish. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. So um, thank you for listening and give us feedback. The more feedback, the more content gets fueled in the future. Yep. <laughs>